Listener Production. Australia Today's Morning Agenda with Natasha Belling. Good morning. I'm Katrina Blowers in for Tash this week. Thanks for your company. Let's check what's making headlines this Tuesday, the 21st of September. Tools are down on construction sites across Melbourne this morning after protests broke out yesterday over vaccine mandates. The Victorian government made a late night announcement shutting down construction for two weeks in all locked down areas, including Ballarat, Geelong, the Surf Coast and Mitchell Shire, as well as Melbourne City. State Treasurer Tim Pallas flagging the rising number of COVID transmissions happening on sites as the reason behind the move, with some projects deemed critical, including work at hospitals, allowed to continue. It comes after protesters clashed with police outside the CFMEU building with rubber bullets and pepper spray used against the angry mob. Several people were arrested as they attempted to storm the union building over a ban on tea rooms and a decision to make vaccines mandatory. So you want us to shut the whole well, there's hope New South Wales may have passed the peak of COVID infections after case numbers dropped into triple digits for the first time since late August yesterday. There were 935 new cases detected and sadly another four deaths. That brings the COVID death toll in New South Wales to 301 since the start of the pandemic. Premier Gladys Berejiklian warns even if we have passed the peak in cases, the peak for the state's hospital system is still ahead. Come October, uh, there will be weeks when our system will be technically overwhelmed, but the plans are in place. They've been worked on for 18 months. But if you hear people say that this has never been done before or this is being done differently, that's because we have to react like that to the pandemic. Meantime, a leading group of health experts are calling on the New South Wales Department of Education to improve ventilation in classrooms before students head back to school. The plan at the moment is for classrooms to open their windows to let air flow. However, Science Network Sage says classrooms should have the same rules as the New South Wales Parliament, which includes the use of air purifiers. Pfizer has announced that its COVID vaccine is safe and effective for children as young as five. The US pharmaceutical giant tested a much smaller dose on children aged five to 11. And after a second dose, it found children developed the same COVID-fighting antibody levels as teenagers and young adults. Those findings will now be sent to global health regulators for approval. And staying overseas, vaccines and climate change are tipped to be big topics when our PM meets with other world leaders in the US. He's due to touch down today for high-level meetings with President Biden tomorrow and the Indian and Japanese Prime Ministers. Professor David Smith from the US Studies Centre believes discussions around China will feature heavily after that new trilateral alliance between Australia, the UK and the States was formed. China has really made its displeasure known very clearly about this new arrangement. It sees this as Australia going further over to the side of the US than it ever has before. 
Now let's check what's happening in your state with our reporters on the ground. We return to our top story first and the Victorian government say their decision to shut down the construction industry in locked down areas for two weeks is down to concerns about rising case numbers, outbreaks and of course those riots targeting the CFMEU. When sites reopen on October 5, workers will need to provide their bosses with evidence they've received at least one COVID jab. And as our Melbourne report James Royce explains the vaccine mandate was the trigger for yesterday's riots. Katrina, the riot squad was eventually brought in to control the hundreds of construction workers who yesterday turned on the CFMEU, accusing boss John Setka of selling them out by supporting vaccine mandates on sites. That is a claim he rejects. I have never ever said I support mandatory vaccination. Never ever. Now, the union claims the violence was a result of neo-Nazi and other right-wing extremist groups infiltrating everyday tradies and workers. And we may not have seen the last of it either. Another protest has been planned for the city this morning. And some good news for parents in lockdown in New South Wales with kids' play dates making a comeback. The state government has signed off a new rule allowing children under 18 to form a friends bubble from today. A reporter in Sydney, Siobhan Caulfield, has more. Yeah, that's right, Katrina. Our state is slowly starting to reap the benefits of our ever-growing vaccination rate and it's good news for parents and kids today. According to the Daily Telly, those under 18 are able to hang out in groups of three at each other's houses. Not only will it give parents a bit of respite during lockdown, but it'll also be great for HSC students who want to study together. There are some rules, though. Children must stick to the same group and everyone has to live within 5K of each other or within the same local government area. All adults must also be fully vaccinated and parents and carers can't interact with each other while dropping the kids off. Now for the latest in business and finance, we are joined by Effie Zahos, editor-at-large at CanStar. Effie, good morning. 5.3 million Aussies get job seeker and a boost to the pension from this week. Yeah, good morning. So those who receive the pension, job seeker and or rent assist, they can expect a little more cash to come their way. It's certainly not groundbreaking, but it is something. So the maximum single age pension rate will rise by $14.80 to $967.50 a fortnight. And while couples to receive an extra $22.40 combined. So this increase will actually take the uh, annual pension paid to singles to just over $25,100 and uh, around $37,900 odd for a couple. And close to 1 million Aussies receiving JobSeeker and other allowances will also get a 1.4% increase. So National Seniors Australia actually says that this increase in the age pension should serve as a timely reminder for older Aussies to check on what other entitlements they're eligible. And they actually recently launched a simple concessions calculator for seniors to check to make sure they're entitled to. Take the case, uh, Katrina, for the uh, Commonwealth Seniors Health Card. You have to apply via Centrelink. And the good news here is that deeming rates have changed and also a change to the income test threshold means if you're of age pension but not eligible to claim it, you may now able to claim this concessional card. Oh, that's excellent advice. Thank you, Effie. Also, the average number of entertainment subscription services has been revealed and how our households compare. Gosh, I dread to think how mine compares. <laughs> uh, plus the most popular video streaming services in Australia. Yeah, well, I can tell you that new data from Telsite to come out shows as many as 
79% of Aussie households now have at least one entertainment subscription service. And the benchmark here of how many they have on average is 4.3 entertainment <laughs> services. So I'm not sure where you stand, but that's the benchmark that you can be looking at. And we're continuing to switch to subscription services during the pandemic as we chew through a lot of content. There are now a total of 42 million subscriptions. It's interesting to note that gaming subscriptions are set to grow three times faster, but it's still the video streaming services that take most of our household budget. And as of June, there are around 19 million Aussies subscribed to a video streaming service. Hard to believe that only three years ago, that number was 9 million. So Netflix has come in as the most popular with 6 million subscribers. In number two was Amazon Prime Video. They've got 2.9 million subscribers. But I'm guessing that has a lot to do with the fact that the service comes as a bonus for those who subscribe to the e-commerce giant. Disney comes in at third with 2.6 million and then Stan in fourth at 2.4. But the pandemic is putting pressure on budgets. So what most people are paying is around about $30 for these services. It is down slightly. And of course, there are ways that you can cut your subscription service. And that is, first of all, do an audit. Limit your picks to one service per category. That's going to be a challenge. Scale back on service and rotate your account. Also worth downloading a subscription app to help track what you're paying all in one place. Oh, all I can tell you, Effie, is that no matter how many subscription services I have, my kids say it is never enough. <laughs> Great budget <laughs> tips there, though, and I'll certainly be trying to crack the whip with uh, my two tonight. Thank you so much for joining us. We'll chat to you again next time. Thank you. Sport now with Brett Thomas and Brett. We've got coaching dramas in both the NRL and AFL. Let's start with Carlton in the AFL and a Lions legend could be their next senior coach. Yes, good morning, Katrina. That's right. Michael Voss has emerged as the leading candidate to become Carlton's new coach. This is after Alastair Clarkson knocked the Blues back again. Their new chief, Brian Cook, had a chat to Clarko over the weekend, but he is determined to have a year off. Uh, Triple M's Damien Barrett says Michael Voss will fly to Melbourne for another interview. Voss's name has has been uh, has been quite prominent now since the since the Blues did make an approach about ten days to two weeks ago. And former Blues coach David Teague, the man that Voss could replace, hasn't taken long to find a new job either. Katrina landing at the Tigers as an assistant under Damien Hardwick. All right, Brett. And in the NRL, the Tigers cancelled a board meeting to discuss the future of Michael Maguire. Yes, they're delaying making a call on their coach. The board genuinely appears torn, Katrina, about the future of Maguire, who still has two years to run on the contract he signed just last December. League legend Mark Guy says it's getting messy. It's almost untenable. You, you, you can't have a guy who's so, so, whose job is so, so up in the air that then all of a sudden you go, oh, no, we're going to keep him. And then all the players who aren't fans of him go, oh, Jesus, I thought we are going to have a fresh start. And just in some other NRL news, head of football Graham Annesley has confirmed the Panthers could be sanctioned for their trainer stopping play late in the semi-final win over the Eels. He expects that investigation to be wrapped up in the next 24 hours. Yeah, that's definitely one to watch. Let's switch gears to cricket now. England's cricket board has followed New Zealand in cancelling a tour of Pakistan due to security fears. 
Yeah, now this was a joint tour with the men's and women's side due to travel to Pakistan next month, and England cricket side hasn't played in Pakistan for 16 years. They believe it will add more pressure to a playing group who have already coped with long periods away from home under strict quarantine conditions. They're operating off the same advice as the New Zealand government. Uh, their team fleeing Pakistan on Friday due to direct and credible threats to their safety. And our Aussie women begin their one-day series against India starting today in Mackay, Katrina. Yes, looking forward to watching that one. Okay, thank you, Brett. We'll catch you tomorrow. And finally, we have some great news for those of us, which is pretty much all of us, who hate doing the laundry. A new report has found we may all be washing our clothes too often. The research by the Society of Chemical Industry has found jeans should only be washed once a month, jumpers once a fortnight, and PJs only once a week. They've found washing clothes too regularly is bad for the environment because it uses too much energy, and it also means your clothes won't last as long. And And that is all you need to know to start your day with Australia Today's morning agenda in your podcast feed from 6.30am every weekday morning. You can also find the latest episode and a whole new world of audio by downloading the new Listener app for free. I'm Katrina Blowers. Thank you so much for your company. Have a great day and stay safe and we will see you tomorrow. Listener.